From the Florida Bar Studios in Tallahassee, this is Florida Bar News Briefs. I'm your host, Mark Killian. In the works for years, Florida lawyers now have free access to NOTA, a financial platform designed to help small firms and solo lawyers manage trust accounts and adhere to accounting requirements. Now part of the Florida Bar's membership benefits lineup, Roanne Batar tells us NOTA addresses the need for a simplified, seamless, and efficient trust accounting platform. Bar President Scott Westheimer says with NOTA, bar members have access at no cost to the latest in trust accounting technology and provider who can help them focus on the growth and continued success of their practice. Trust account maintenance and compliance is critically important. Lawyers who agree to hold money in trust have an ethical obligation to account for every penny as long as the funds remain in their possession. Commingling of funds, poor ledger management, and even basic accounting errors can result in client complaints audits, and disciplinary action that could lead to suspension or disbarment. And while most attorneys diligently comply with the rules regulating trust accounts, trust accounting violations have ranked among the top three most common disciplinary complaints over the past three years and are on track to be the top complaint in 2022-2023 as well. Westheimer says NOTA's platform provides attorneys with total visibility into their bank accounts along with full integration into law firm workflows. The platform, designed specifically for attorneys, helps to streamline the exacting management of client IOTA accounts and integrates easily with major practice management, legal payment, and accounting platforms. The new NOTA software also works across multiple financial institutions or as a standalone trust accounting solution. To access the free platform, visit TrustNOTA.com slash the Florida Bar. The Supreme Court has approved a Family Law Rule Committee proposal that would permit divorcing couples under certain circumstances to waive the filing of financial affidavits. Jim Ash has more. Uh, that's right, Mark. The amendments to Rule 12.285 take effect November one and apply only to uncontested divorces. The September 7th ruling stresses that parties will still be required to exchange the affidavits and acknowledge that the responsibility to retain records rests solely with them. Tampa's Corey Branfont chaired a subcommittee that developed the proposal. He said it protects the privacy rights of couples who work hard to settle their differences out of court. The Family Law Section and the Association of Florida General Magistrates and Hearing Officers opposed the proposal. In a comment it filed with the court, the Family Law Section warned that self-represented parties can't be counted on to retain the documents. That will hurt their ability to challenge a final order or modify child support, the section warned. The association stressed that judges, general magistrates, and child support hearing officers rely on the affidavits to question the parties. Their comments said, quote, the workload of the judiciary, which is already overburdened and understaffed, will be negatively impacted in the family court division of Florida's circuit courts. One of the most uncomfortable issues lawyers deal with is having a fee dispute with the client. To help with that, Rowan tells us that the bar is a program designed to quickly resolve these disputes. 
Veteran Fort Lauderdale attorney Stephen B. Lesser, vice chair of the Bar's Grievance Mediation and Fee Arbitration Program, says a little research and an updated fee agreement could spare clients and attorneys a lot of time, money, and headaches. Lesser says the Bar's Grievance Mediation and Fee Arbitration Program is an invaluable resource that allows attorneys and clients to resolve their fee disputes quickly, conveniently, and at no cost to either party. The committee is launching an outreach program to educate attorneys about the benefits of using the program and encouraging members to include appropriate language in their fee agreements for mandatory arbitrations of fee disputes. Discover the benefits of this program through a short informational video provided by the Grievance Mediation and Fee Arbitration Program Standing Committee posted at LegalFuel.com. A proposed court rule amendment that would promote greater use of remote technology and routine criminal proceedings has generated scores of comments. More than 50 responses were filed before the Supreme Court comment period ended September 5th. Roanne? Supporters include 14 past chairs of the criminal law section, a Tobias Simon Pro Bono Award recipient, the Miami-Dade chapter of the Florida Association for Women Lawyers, the Washington, D.C.-based National Center for Victims of Crime, and two Florida Bar board members. 11th Circuit board member Sabrina Vora Puglisi says the proposed change will greatly benefit not just attorneys practicing in criminal court, including prosecutors, but will also prove to provide a more accessible court system for the victims of crimes and the public in general. Opponents include veteran 10th Circuit Public Defender Rex Dimmig. He warned that the proposal would make it harder for prosecutors and public defenders to manage their caseloads. He says case management in criminal cases is most effective when there is confidential communication between a defendant and defense counsel and contemporaneous communication between defense counsel and the prosecutor. Simply stated, Demig wrote, criminal cases can best be resolved when all parties are physically present together in a courtroom. The Criminal Procedure Rules Committee proposed amendment to Rule 3.116 is based on a referral from the Florida Association of Criminal Defense Lawyers. It would add language that a court official must grant a motion to use communication technology for a non-evidentiary proceeding scheduled for 30 minutes or less unless the court official determines that good cause exists to deny the motion. The defendant or the defendant's counsel must also waive the defendant's physical attendance at the pretrial conference. The Board of Governors voted 34 to 10 to recommend acceptance of the proposal in May. The Florida Conference of Circuit Judges, however, opposes the proposal, saying a one-size-fits-all rule is neither wise nor feasible. The court has not indicated when it will rule. The latest user survey shows that when it comes to dealing with IT challenges, the Florida Bar Tech Helpline remains a popular and cost-effective solution. Jim has the details. Yeah, Mark, an August survey generated overwhelmingly positive feedback, with 98% saying they'd use the tech helpline again, according to Programs Division Marketing Manager Rob Saravia. Most narrative responses were glowing, with respondents using words like FABULOUS in all caps. The service was added to the Member Benefits Program in 2022 to offer routine, remote, non-emergency services, Those include basic troubleshooting, operating system support, and technical setup for home and remote offices. Operator Law Tech Partners is owned by Adriano Linares, a tech specialist who understands the needs of law firm users and their confidentiality requirements. 
The service is available to all Florida bar members in good standing, but it's targeted primarily to solo and small firm practitioners who can't afford their own IT departments. Members seeking assistance are required to acknowledge that the bar is providing access as a member benefit, that the operator is providing the service, and they are responsible for their own due diligence and safeguarding client information. Saravia stressed that the service is particularly advantageous for sole practitioners, whether they require general tech assistance or help with complex issues. He said, quote, the helpline not only resolves problems, but also directs you to valuable resources, ultimately saving you time and money. For more on these and other stories of interest to the profession, visit floridabar.org slash news. Florida Bar News Briefs is a production of the Journal and News Department. For Rowan Bittar, Jim Ash, and our producer Clay Shaw behind the glass, I'm Mark Killian. (laughs) 